On this week's episode, we are going to talk about how sometimes people with disabilities are exploited for other people's inspiration. Yikes. Uh, We talk about stories from our own lives, the impact of social media, and I don't know what it means to actually be inspiring. Can we do it? Yes. Can we do it? Uh, Stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. What's up, Case? What's up? Okay, I feel like usually in this cold open, we talk about what we've done over the last two weeks, and I literally don't recall. Oh, I've done a lot of things. Wait, I've done a lot of things. How did I not remember? I went to see Mean Girls the Musical. Ooh. Really good. I had seen it before, but that was a lot of fun. And then I also traveled to Alabama for my cousin's wedding last oh, weekend. Oh, fun. That was a lot of fun. And what have you been up to, my friend? Ooh, okay. Let's see. Well, this is not at all exciting, but today I got a new air conditioner. Yes. <laughs> It's the joys of home ownership, oh, the joys boy. of adulting, you know? <laughs> I took a picture with it, though. I was really proud of my new friend. Um, <laughs> well, I'm proud, too. I think you'll have a much more enjoyable summer now. My house is very chilly right now, and I had to, I literally had to turn it up to, like, 70-something because I was freezing. Oh, so I'm like, I'm oh, glad God. it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I know, like, the road to having to buy a new one is a very painful and bad experience, but actually getting the new one is, is good. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, the other thing I did was that one of my good friends is starting her last year of vet school so she had her white coating ceremony on sunday and that was really fun to be able to support her it was great yes yes and we we always like share pics with each other and we usually end up sharing some pics on um instagram on the off week of our podcast so if you follow us on insta be on the lookout (laughs) And I think we talked about this at the end of our last episode, but I'm going to mention it here just in case people don't listen all the way to the end, because I know, you know, sometimes you don't have time. But Spotify has added star ratings, and we have decided, you guys know, if you're OG listeners from the beginning, we said if we get to 100 ratings and reviews, that I would do my dog voice, which is the voice I talk to my dog in. It's Very remarkable, good. you guys. Well, thank you. The pressure is on. But we decided to combine the Spotify and the Apple ratings. Um, so I think we're around like 85-ish at the Ooh. moment. So we don't have that many more. So guys, rate if you want my dog voice. Yes. Well, and, you know, <laughs> if you rate on incentive. Apple... You can go and rate on Spotify. Double up, you guys. Oh, you can absolutely double up. You don't have to, you know, like, I don't know if your preferred listening platform is, but you can just rate us everywhere if you'd like, if you are if you want to be kind. Oh, that would be so nice. So, felt like I had to throw that out. I feel like the pressure is really on. Maybe I have to do a whole episode in the dog voice. Like, the whole oh. time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll do the whole cold open or no I mean the whole not cold open but the whole like opening segment of us talking. This like five minutes. Yeah, a whole <laughs> Can five. We I don't do know. It without, I don't like... know. <laughs> I don't think I should commit to that. I don't know if I should commit to the whole time, but uh, that part would of the be, time maybe. That would be 
memorable for sure. I'm just digging myself deeper into this whole, like, <laughs> why am I doing this? We're really Why am I doing this to myself? I'm so excited for people to hear it. So please, please go and give us a rating. And it yes. makes our podcast look good. So, hey, we love that. We would be so happy if we reached 100 reviews before our two-year mark in July. Wow. Wow, two-year mark in July. Yo, it's May. Yo, it's May. I mean, we don't have much time, but hey, that's a little challenge for everyone, maybe. Um, But yeah, so today, the episode today, a little serious, maybe? A little controversial, maybe? Like... It's an interesting you know? one, for sure. It's yeah. a juicy one. It's a juicy So, um, there was an, an amazing disability advocate named Stella Young who has passed away, but I really highly recommend looking up Stella Young's work. Um, and Stella Young coined the phrase inspiration porn. And, you know, this is a clean podcast. We are not talking about that kind <laughs> of No, porn. no, not actual but, no, not actual, but this is a phrase that she coined that a lot of people use now to describe um, able-bodied people gaining inspiration from disabled people just kind of doing their normal everyday life tasks, like living their lives. And this can be seen in a lot of different ways. You see like Facebook videos now and viral things of people, you know, saying, hey, if this disabled person can do it, you have nothing to complain about. Yeah, you or, have no you excuse. Know, you have no excuse if this this poor, pitiful, disabled person can walk oh. down the street, then you need to get out of bed, you know? Their lives so, must be anyway, horrible. That's basically the gist of what it is, and we're going to yeah. definitely, like, dig into it in this episode. I know we, like, spent a little bit of time talking about it, I believe, in episode two, which, Four. first of all, has been a long time ago, but also, we were like, we could dedicate a whole episode Yeah, we absolutely could, and that's what, that's what we're trying to do right now, um... So there's, uh, in that episode, in the show notes, I may or may not do that again, um, I linked her kind of original and claim to fame TED Talk, uh, where she does talk about this. And it is really, she's really funny, so you should totally watch it. Um, But, you know, she jokes about how when, you know, she got this random award for, like, supposedly being, like, a good... Uh, community I don't know influence and when in reality like she's like I didn't do anything as a teenager yeah. I just watched Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer <laughs> yes no she's a delight a delight and she really like made waves in the disability community for finally yeah. bringing this up but no that's I mean I also just watched Buffy as a teenager and didn't do much I, I can relate I, I can relate Stella I can relate I forgot she said that um but no like it's it's true. Oftentimes, people with disabilities will get praised for pretty much doing, like, nothing. Yeah. Um, I think we all have stories, like, from our own lives about that. Actually, sure. I... One time, I was literally walking down the street in New York. I had my cane with me. I had this lady come up and kind of, like, in an abrasive way, like, grab me. And she was like, you inspire me so much. You are amazing. You are amazing. And I was on the way to work. I was late to work. And... I was nice to her. I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you. And she kept kind of following me and saying, no, no, you're amazing. You're amazing. And I was literally walking. Like, I, like I'm like i blind. I can walk. Like, I was literally walking. Yeah. Like, it. I wasn't doing anything amazing. I wasn't contributing to society. I wasn't. Yeah. I literally had gotten out of bed and walked outside. Like, yeah. I had left my house. So, what about you? Any 
experiences like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, if people haven't heard our original episode, like, I don't know, what's problematic with this is just that it treats people with disabilities as just, like, number one, their lives must suck. So they Mm -hmm. clearly have, you know should be depressed and have no motivation to do anything at all. And the moment that they do a semi, quote unquote, normal activity, then like suddenly the world must stop and watch. Mm-hmm. Which, and it just adds like, oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no. It just I, I was just going to say it like one dimensionalizes people with disabilities. That's what I was going to say. It adds to this narrative that people with disabilities don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, oftentimes, if I'm online and I say that I'm blind online, they'll say, how are you using the internet if you're blind? <sighs> and there's this narrative that, like, blind people don't use the internet. We don't leave the house. We don't do anything. Like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. And, like, that may have been true in decades past, where a lot of people with disabilities were institutionalized because there were no services in place for them. And there were there was nothing... I don't know. There was no social understanding of the capacity of of people with disabilities, which is Mm -hmm. widely ranging. Granted, there are a lot of disabilities out there and a lot of ways that they affect people, but it doesn't really matter. It just, you can't just assume that people, because they are disabled and knowing nothing else about them, are just going to be like hermits at home. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, have you had. Um, any specific story you can, and I don't want to put you on the spot if you can't think of a specific story. You're so fine. Well, so in that episode that we've been mentioning, like we both talked about how like we, (laughs) we won (laughs) perseverance awards. (laughs) I just find it funny that we both won them Um, for different reasons. (laughs) Yeah. And like, here's the thing, like, I, my, my parents were proud of me for winning that award and it was a special yeah. moment and I don't want to poo on that moment. I, I think I did persevere and I did overcome um, obstacles and whatnot. Um, it's just kind of like on the nose to give a disabled person oh, the yeah. perseverance award. I and I feel like a lot of us have probably won it. Like, I feel like if you polled <laughs> a lot of us, like clearly you and I both have, like, how did you feel? Did you feel happy when you won that? Like, how did you feel? So I'll quickly retell the story, Uh, but I ran cross country from like 7th to 11th grade, and um, when I was in 8th grade, I think, it was my second year running, and I won this award from a school district that I did not go to. (laughs) Like, that's the thing that made it really funny, and it was because, like, I ran their course for another year, and, like... Uh, you know, I was definitely disabled. I ran with a sighted guide at the time. And I also, like, I had to wear a hat because it was super bright out. And running with, like, flickering light within the trees was really blinding. So, um, <laughs> I definitely think they gave it to me because I was blind and running. Honestly, though, <laughs> I deserved it for a different reason. I was a really bad runner. So then <laughs> the next year I did a lot better. So I definitely did persevere, but maybe not for the reason that they thought so. Yeah, no, that may, that's fair. And I think like, 
I mean, we don't want to negate the fact that as disabled people, we do have to push boundaries and we do have to push, go over obstacles and we do have to work harder, quite frankly. And so if somebody acknowledges that and they say, hey, I know it was harder for you to do that than some other people, good on you. That's not always a bad thing. We're not saying you can't say that. It's just, it has to be the proper context and it, and Ultimately, I think we both appreciate it more when it comes from from a friend yes. who knows us because when it comes from like the internet and we're going to get into that with social media and everything in a minute, but I think like I think like people can say, "Hey, you inspire me." But maybe not for just getting out of bed. like it, yeah. And like, hey, I mean, getting out of bed is inspiring if, you know, d- depending on what people are dealing with. But like as as a blind person who is a fully like functional, like I, I have a life um, outside mm-hmm. of being blind. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to just see me on the street and say, wow, you're outside. Like that's wow. a, that's inspirational. So Thank like, you. <laughs> you know, I think. I don't want people to get it twisted and think that they can't give us a compliment or anything right. like that. And I think like, well, what about other awards you've won? Have you ever felt <laughs> yeah. like, have you ever felt like, oh, I feel like I might just be getting this award because they feel oh, bad for me? Or? Absolutely. So um, in when I was graduating high school, um, I mentioned this before, but um, so having hermansky pudlak syndrome, I had a lot, I have a lot of other we both have a lot of health conditions, but I uh, got, I developed Crohn's disease slash bowel disease when I was like 15. So then when I was 17, graduating from high school, I was actually really, really sick. And I had been sick for several months um, to the point that when I was graduating high school, I was like in a wheelchair. I had lost like a lot of weight. Like it, it was, it was horrible and it was a mm. really terrible time in my life. But um it was so funny. I was super out of it during high school graduation. I was on a lot of I was on a lot of drugs. Um <laughs> yeah. And so I just I was sitting there and suddenly I'm getting like pushed forward and I I get I end up receiving this award <laughs> called leading by example. And like huh. it, it was funny for a lot of different reasons. Number one, I never held a formal leadership position in my school. I was never on student council. I didn't like I wasn't a team captain. I didn't, you know, I didn't do. I just was. I was in honors classes. Like I was a good student. But that was kind of it. And then the other funny thing about this moment is that like this award, it was like engraved on a hunk of glass and I was so weak at the time. So I'm kind of holding out my hands expecting like a certificate or something. And then they just plop this hunk of glass and I almost dropped it on stage. It, it was, I just, I oh remember being like wheeled back and being like, what happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's What about super... you? What else has happened in your yeah, life? Yeah, no, actually, I just had a memory come into my brain that I have not thought about in Whoa. 10 years. I won some kind of award my senior year as well. Oh, wow. And I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> like, I have, my mom would know. Oh. I have to ask my mom. It okay. was in, it was within the theater department. It was a oh, ceremony at the end of the year. And I don't, anyway, I think like, I gotta think, I gotta remember that. It was some, I feel like it was kind of on the perseverance train. I'm not kidding. Um, oh, dang it. I can't remember. But I do feel like, uh, I, I've, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I feel like 
there are possible times where we've gotten a leg up because of our disability because people feel bad for us. But just as many times, if not more, we have had a leg down, if you will. Like we have been held back. At a disadvantage. At a disadvantage because of our disability. I think at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, it all kind of evens out in the wash. Um, But I don't know. There have been some awards I've gotten where people didn't know I was disabled or like it had nothing to do with that. And I feel like those mean even more to me than, than that, you know? Well, it feels like you can compete on this on the same playing field mm-hmm. as other able-bodied people, um, yeah, and that your efforts are like comparable because it's there's there's this element of getting some kind of award, you know, with your disability being a factor that it's like, oh, do they think that this is actually good like it would be good for other people without disabilities or is this just good enough for having a disability Mm, oh my gosh that's true because just I just feel like people in society see someone with a disability doing something and automatically think it's much better than yeah the bar is lower unfortunately yeah the bar is lower it's kind of okay this person did not have a disability I don't believe I'm not sure but it's kind of like Susan Boyle do you remember this that was like a cultural phenomenon. Oh my gosh. This woman who was like not conventionally attractive comes on stage and everyone expects her to have a terrible voice because she doesn't look, quote unquote, look like a good singer, whatever that means. And she sings and she's like amazing and it blew people away. And actually, that's like such a bad look on society. It's so disgusting. For like not expecting her to be able to sing because she doesn't look conventionally the way you think. Like <laughs> that's not that's not a disability, but it it, it relates to like I it's, feel like it's a it's similar thing. It's the same thing. attitude, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. And what does that have to do with it? Like, <sighs> you know, like Cassandra and I have done stuff in our lives like singing and different things we do that have nothing to do with being able to see. You don't have to see to sing you don't have to see to do a lot of things and so I do think you know you throughout your life you do end up getting accolades from people who might not know or who just or who are hard like I've had people be hard on me the same way they're hard on everybody else Mm -hmm. even though they know I can't see and I appreciate that I appreciated growing up I would have directors and stuff who knew I couldn't see well and they were really hard on me just as hard on me as the other kids right and I appreciate that because I'm like I don't want you to baby me it is like that uh, yeah it is that equality I think there's also this other side of it that we had talked about in in the other episode that I think then people see like some of the only examples people see of people with disabilities are like this happens a lot in sports um like people with disabilities that like can quote unquote overcome their challenges and then yeah when a person with a disability you know can't live up to that specific standard then people think like oh you know you must like i don't know you must not be trying hard enough mm. oh gosh yeah the standards are all messed up for people with disabilities people you really don't just know wish. what to expect from them and and so no. then like they just they either expect way too much or way too little mm-hmm. I... yeah yeah sometimes they might expect too much I and mean, like you said in the opposite way it's very strange um yeah. but let's talk a little bit about social media shall we oh boy social let's media has made this whole thing yeah it's made this whole thing worse um <laughs> like i said earlier a friend giving you a compliment saying you're inspirational is one thing Um, A video going viral and thousands of people watching you for inspiration is maybe another. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know about you. I get super annoyed with like I asked the girl with Down syndrome to prom. That is honestly I so hate it. low to me. I hate everything about it. Because first of all, the able-bodied person, it's an ego boost for them. They want to look good. Um, secondly, it's treating the disabled person like I don't know. It's treating them like they're not even a person. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you putting this on Facebook? If you want to ask them to prom, ask them to prom and don't look for any accolades for doing so. Yeah, congratulations. You got your Human of the Year award. Ew, I like you treated someone like a person. Well, and And, like, you know what the video that I'm waiting for is someone asking someone with a disability to prom and them just flat out being like, nah, I'm good, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, yeah, well, no. What bothers me almost more, though, is the comments on these being oh like, my oh, gosh, how sweet. Yes. What a sweet young man for asking that disabled girl to prom. He's so Right. Kind. Or like, I, it, yeah, it really just puts that able-bodied person on a pedestal because like no one else was going to do it. And Ew. that brave soul did. Ew. Ew. <laughs> no. You know what, though? Like, I have to watch my... I have such a, like, knee-jerk reaction to these videos. Yeah. I have to, like, watch myself sometimes and, like, make sure I'm not being too cynical because, like, one time there was a kind of a cute video. It went viral. You probably saw it. There was a pretty cute video of, like, a boy... Like, teenagers, and it was a sighted boyfriend, a blind girlfriend. Yeah, And he yeah, asked yeah. her to prom, and he did it in Braille. Which and, is and sweet. Like... I feel like my first reaction was like, oh, disability. But then I watched it and I was like, actually, like, this is a couple who, like, truly loves each other. I don't know who decided to film it. It might not have even been the boyfriend's idea. You know, he might have just, someone was filming it. But I thought it was sweet. And I was like, okay, I'm able to watch disabled people doing things and, like, it be sweet without me being like, ah. But I feel like I have such a knee-jerk reaction because of other things. Well, and this happens all the time on, like, Usually, if you wa- if you'll watch like any sort of news outlet, like whether it's local news or national news, they like to end with like a positive story. And a lot of times, that positive story is like, "Oh, look at this disabled person doing a thing." But recently, there was I saw I was at my parents' house and they had on like local news, and it was this story of a local autistic boy. I think he was like in high school. Um, but, like, and I was just like, oh, great. They're going to make it about his autism. He did everything. He was a wrestler, a writer. He, like, played the trombone. He was in theater. And and he then, like, he was also, like, a really strong and outspoken Christian. Not that, like, that necessarily is the focus. But, again, like, I was like, that, that kid, that guy... Does way more than I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, deserves no, so an like, award. This is what I think. I think if you're like posting something or watching something, ask yourself, would this be warranted praise or would this be like a warranted video if the person in question was not disabled? And I think like with that kid, obviously he's doing incredible yeah. things. So so like I think yes in that case. But if you're watching a video of a guy asking a girl with Down syndrome to prom, ask yourself, would you watch it if it was just two able-bodied people? Like would it right. even be like warranted? Um, I don't know. I feel like there is a fine line there. But no, if people are doing something that are actually worthy of praise – Right. And they're actually, like, doing awesome things. Great. Like, highlight that. Well, and, like, and ask, you should also ask yourself, like, what do you know about this disabled person besides that they're disabled? 
you know? Yeah. Like, do you know anything about them? Because in those prom videos, all you know is the fact that they're disabled. Um, Yes. You know, every time you see, like, like a video of, like, some person giving to just, like, a disabled veteran, oh, good job, person. All you know is that this is a disabled veteran. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, in the the circumstance of that boy – on the news that you were talking about, I think mentioning that he's autistic in in that news segment is actually fine because, I mean, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. we also, we do want to make, like you said, we want to make disability look humanized. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. So we want to show that he's doing all these cool things so that people might change their perspective on what autism is. And vice versa, and, and exactly. so on and so forth. So, like, if you're, yeah, if, like, the girl getting asked to prom in the video, if you showed all her hobbies and her, like, you know, her as a person first, then maybe we could get past just seeing us as a prop or as, like, a, I don't know, yeah. you know? Right. It, <sighs> like, it's hard, and I, I understand, I don't know, I'm trying to, it's. It, I am trying not to be too cynical about it, like you were saying, because it yeah, is hard. Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, we just, you know, we, do, we don't want to be taken advantage of. We want to be taken seriously, like, people, but also to, rec- you know, not to just completely ignore disabilities either. Like, they are no. part of who we are. And anything yeah. we do is going to be framed with that anyway, just because, like, that's that's our lives. Well, we don't want to ignore it either because I feel like that's part of advocacy. That's part of teaching mm-hmm. people that disability is is normal and okay. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. And I think, like, showing it... I think, like, in general, it's good to hear it from the disabled person themselves. Yes. Um, I think if you're looking for education on disability and you want to learn more... Go to the source. Go to the disabled yeah. people talking. There's us. There's a lot of other people online doing it. Yeah. I think, I, like, it's important. This is true for every marginalized group. If you want to learn yeah. more about them, why don't you go talk to them or learn yeah. from them yeah. directly? Yeah, at least try. At least try. Because I right. feel like if you're, like, reading it on the news, it's not always not always bad, but it's like... I, I'm just trying to think of a way to word it because it's just... Yeah. we Like, we want... Like, disability in the media, we did a whole episode about it. Disability is not really shown in a positive light in the media. So it's not like we're saying don't ever share videos of disabled people. I'm not saying to push it under the rug. But, like, we're sharing the wrong kinds of videos, I think. Yes. Yes. If you're sharing a video to give an able-bodied person inspiration, think again. Like, we're not your inspiration. We are people. We're not not here to inspire you. That's right. (laughs) Like, we're not here to inspire you to get out of bed in the morning. Like, like, I just hate the whole thing. Like, I saw this video of this guy, like, filming a girl using a wheelchair. And it was like, look at that. If she can do that, oh. I can go make my dinner tonight or whatever. It's like, oh, what? Just, how what are you talking about? That is like what a person's life. Why would yeah. you put that online? Also, the other, I don't know, there's so many problematic things. But especially with these videos that are just posted and uploaded online, a lot of them are unconsensual. Like, these people yes. don't know they're being recorded. 
That's yes. messed up that you would just record this person and then pander to them on the internet without their knowledge. Yes. And people have discovered these videos later on and been, like, really, like, hurt and offended because it's like, no, this is <laughs> this is my life. I didn't ask for this. Oh, I would be mortified if that was me. And and people, people could have. And it's like, and in those situations when you're videoing someone without their consent, we are seeing your perspective, the able-bodied person. We're seeing your perspective through your eyes of how you think this person is a victim and how you mm-hmm. think like, oh, that poor pitiful person, I'm, I need to do better at my life There's if they're doing good at their life or whatever. But if you heard it from their perspective, perspective the disabled person they might not see themselves as a victim they, they're probably like not even thinking about that at that <laughs> they're probably just trying to go shop at walmart for heaven's sake and you're like making a psa over here when they're literally just trying to go get their groceries like it's... we're just out there in public trying to live people we're not trying mm-hmm. to be an inspiration we're just trying to live <laughs> like <laughs> we just want to have semi-normal lives and <laughs> You know, if we if we have to educate people in the process, then okay, sure. And that's you know, that's why we have this podcast. But still, like yeah. just Yeah, you're I exploiting them and you're not seeing them as a human being. And I think people need to see disabled people as human beings, first and foremost. I wanted to ask you, speaking of social media, if you've ever been told or if you've ever heard about someone with a disability sharing on social media that they were posting maybe, quote, unquote, too much about it. Uh, yeah, I have thoughts on this, actually. I, okay, ever since I was 16, I've been, I've been advocating online through YouTube, through podcasts, through TikTok, through even Instagram with our podcast Instagram and things like that. And mm-hmm. even my own personal Facebook and Instagram, I share things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because I feel like there's, like, two parts of me. There's, like, the everyday me, Like in real life. And then there's the social media me. I feel like the real life me that my friends and family know does not focus on my disability very much at all. I don't talk about it very much. I talk about it when it is necessary. I say, hey, I need to sit close to the TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. I talk or I make a blind joke here and there and my friends make blind jokes, whatever. Um, But then there's social media me, which is the more advocacy me. And Mm -hmm. I talk about it a lot more. And I feel like if someone is just seeing social media me they probably think I'm like they think I'm obsessed with it and that being blind is like my personality trait like my number one personality trait I feel like a lot of people that probably like went to elementary school with me who like don't know many me anymore who follow me probably think like oh my gosh Casey's obsessed with being blind like shut up about (laughs) it and I feel like there is a fine line you don't want to over post but I but I feel passionate about this because I want people to know that in real life, I'm not like that. I'm not attention seeking <laughs> and I'm not doing it for attention. I'm doing it because yeah. I'm so passionate about the mission. I'm like g- genuinely passionate about, I feel like it's given me a purpose in, in my life to talk about these things out loud to the world. But I feel like that makes you look attention seeking a little bit. Yeah. Like, really, what do you think? It's interesting. I feel like I've gone through periods where I have shared a lot more on my personal social media um, I think a lot, I did it a lot, like, earlier on when I was in undergrad, um, especially for, um, I remember my sophomore year of college, I posted for, like, every day in one week for, like, IBD Awareness Week or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the posts I made were, like, you know, they were, like, kind of vulnerable, Uh, Just talking about, like, the reality of what it's actually like to be really sick. Um, 
it's so strange, though, um, because, well, first of all, I feel like those posts always get, a, like, several more likes than just my regular life. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Which I oh, oh, always rub me a little bit the wrong way, but it is what it is. Um, and I think I've actually done it less and less as years have gone by. Um, yeah. And not necessarily because I'm, like, ashamed of it or anything. I just feel like there were a lot of reasons why I posted more in the past where it was both something that I was still working through, especially as it as it related to, like, my, like, being chronically ill, even more than my vision. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted people to know and understand and... I think a, I didn't talk about it that much when I was in, like, high school when a lot of the stuff yes. was going down. So yes. then, like, it almost felt like an explanation to people that still yes. followed me. Like, hey, yes. this yes. is what I was really going through. Oh, yeah. No, I feel that so much. Like, like even when I started using a white cane, I wouldn't even talk about it in my regular life. And then I would make, like, white cane awareness posts sometimes mm-hmm. and things like that. And I feel like it is it is kind of a subtle way to educate the people in your life without having to be like, so, hey, what's up, Susan? How you been doing? OK. OK. Sorry, my dog's barking. Um, <laughs> it's better than being like, come here. Come here. It's better than being like, hey, what's up, Susan? How's it been going? So the white cane was founded in 19. Yeah, da, no. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, no, like, but they might they might want to know those things. I don't know. I feel like but if you. For example, though, if you posted for White Cane Awareness Day, like, every single year, the same friends are seeing it over and over and over. Exactly. So, like, I, I kind of am with you. I posted a lot of albinism awareness and all that stuff for a long time. And I feel like the same people are just going to be seeing it. What's the point exactly. in continuing? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, sharing your journey. <laughs> I, I know people who do, like, eating disorder awareness. And I actually really enjoy – I follow a girl that does that who – like yeah. was kind of an acquaintance growing up. I actually really enjoy reading about it because I don't know much about it. And she really has opened my eyes to like what is appropriate to say to someone going through that right. and like what's not appropriate. That's opened my eyes a lot. And so I think people probably did learn from from our posts. And like, here's the thing. We're still doing it in a podcast form format. Yes. So like. And that was the other reason I stopped doing it as well. Yeah, that's why I've we're pulling redirected. back. Yes, we've, but I think like deep down in our soul, we have this desire to educate and advocate. Yes. Because so much of what we go through is unspoken and we want to like share that. And I feel like we we redirected it to the podcast. And when we did that, we didn't feel the need to like post about mm-hmm. it a lot. But I think, but I don't do think you, there's anything do wrong. Do you with still posting. post? Because I think the only times I, I post anymore are. I post every June 3rd on my personal Instagram because that is when I got my ostomy back in 2015. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a special day just for me. It's not even like an awareness day or anything. I just share, you know, I just like, honestly, just mostly post to be grateful for another year on this earth. I feel like it was a day that I was given my life back. And so I... I honor that as my rebirthday and I post a picture with my ostomy bag in some capacity because that's not something that a lot of people see. Um, I don't end up, you know, it's usually under my clothes and I don't wear uh, low waistlines because it's uncomfortable, honestly, but like I don't wear like bikinis or anything. So you, you hardly ever see what my ostomy bag looks like on my body. 
Um, so that's why I'll do that. But otherwise, like, I mean, sometimes I'll post for, like, HPS Awareness Day. But I haven't in the past couple of years, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, first of all, I'm not really on social media much in general anymore mm-hmm. anyway. But I feel like if I ever want to post about HPS Awareness Day or things like that, I would just use the podcast Instagram page yeah. rather than my personal. But I think it's great that you post every day. I mean, every day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think it's great that you post every year for Celeste, if you don't know Celeste is her bag's name, um, for Celeste's birthday. Like, I think it's advocacy. It's important to you. It's educational. It's also like part of your personal journey. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything. Like I said, as long as it's coming from the disabled people's voice or coming from them, mm-hmm. I think it's it's a good thing. I think like more education is good. And I, and I hope that when people see these things that they're not seeing it as a cry for attention yeah. or as that kind of thing. We really just like care about about educating and things like that. And I'm sorry if now you hear my dog's chew toy in the background because <laughs> this dog is hyper tonight. I'm very sorry about it. But, like, also, we share these things because we're proud of the lives we have. Like, they yeah. may not have yeah. always been easy, but we're happy yeah. to be where we're at, and we want oh, to share that true. with the world. That is true. Like, we finally got into a point in our journey where we are comfortable in who we am, and we're not ashamed of it. Yeah. Like, I think... <laughs> Rupert. Do you hear that? Oh, my I'm gosh. <laughs> Pod fam, I'm my apologies, but I feel like that's like keeping him busy. So I'm also like, um, no, nah, it's fine. I always wonder if people can hear Romana snoring in the corner. Um, and we don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but sometimes, sometimes, not all of, not all of you, because I know some of you might be listening. We love you, but sometimes moms on Instagram. Oh no, go a little. She's leaving. She's walking out the door. <laughs> She's done. Um, we have like very mixed feelings about mom posts. This gets under our skin. We kind of it gets under each other bit, periodically about this. Uh, yeah, like uh, we okay. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. On the Go one on. hand, I think it's great that these moms want to be educated and educate people about like their child's disability. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that sentiment. I think, you know, I guess it's a good thing. I just, the, the delivery (laughs) is not, I don't, it's hard because like these moms are trying to talk about something they've never lived. Yeah. From their child's perspective, who probably doesn't have the vocabulary or experience to be able to really vocalize what it's like to be living with a disability. I mean, I frankly didn't feel like I had that until I was an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I think parents of disabled kids have their own journey, and it's a valid journey. It's not easy. It can be, you, there's a grieving process there, possibly. You go through stuff. I think they should have the forum to speak on that I think they should be able to speak about their journey going through their child's diagnosis and all of that but like Cassandra said there comes a point where it's kind of maybe exploiting your child um if you are if you are the one talking about every aspect of your child's journey 
and making it about them when they don't have when they're not they're not able to share that story for themselves and I think that's an issue and I think first of all you're sharing very private information about their lives it's not your life it's Mm -hmm. their life first of all and then secondly like what if they grow up and they want to advocate and talk about it but it's like been shared and it's just I feel like if that child decides to share their story that's one thing but let it be their choice like I don't like you know when people are and and I think like like I really don't want people to think that I mean I I I don't want you to think that I'm like saying that like you can't post about your kid's disability no. like, and like let's don't, say like, your hide kid like no don't like, hide it's like some shameful thing no not at all like let's say your kid has albinism and you want you're a mom and you want to make a post about albinism awareness day I think that's great I think share the information like share the statistics like one in this many people have albinism blah 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 I think that's great it's just like sometimes I've seen it get a little personal. Yeah. And that's, I'll leave it at that. I've seen it get and a like, little person. I'm not a mom. I don't have a kid. I don't know what it would be like to have a kid with a disability. And, and I myself am disabled, so I don't know what it would feel like to be an able-bodied person to have a disabled child and not really be expecting that. It, no. it must be difficult. And I'm not trying to take away from that. Uh, and I don't think, you know, we're not trying to take away from that. But also, like, I'm going to try and say this in a, in a respectful way, please make sure you have the right facts. No, gosh, I've seen this. Mm. I've seen this. I've seen this. So many moms will talk about their, like, their child's disability, but not actually have all the correct facts. Yeah, that's so true. I've seen this happen. I've seen people self-proclaimed yeah. advocates and hey we're not perfect i'm sure in the past at some oh, point sure. i've said incorrect i know i've said incorrect facts in the past and that's something i try to and that was you know hopefully back when i was really young but you know something i try to work on every day nobody's perfect but sometimes it'll be like really basic facts that are yes. wrong <laughs> and it'll be i don't know social media is a trip man it's, it's so it's, wild it's <laughs> added a lot it's added a lot to this whole conversation i feel like inspiration porn was was kind of a thing before social media but now with social media it's just like out of control it's exploded it's exploded so like again with in this situation obviously we're not telling you how to live your lives but maybe ask yourself like am i posting this about my perspective or am i trying to project my child's experience Mm. on social media yeah, remember that if you're a parent, you're speaking for yourself. You're not speaking for your child, and they can speak for themselves, but only if they wish to share it. Cassandra and I are, we are people who are comfortable with sharing it. A lot of people aren't, mm-hmm. and a lot of people would grow up and maybe not want that information out there. Besides, be like, children can't technically give consent anyway. I feel like this is not just a disabled conversation, though. This is a conversation with children being exploited on social media without being disabled period children children crying children going Mm -hmm. through their menstrual cycle for the first time no way and all this stuff yes this is this is real of youtubers and bloggers and stuff sharing like oh my daughter's first date let's film it and that's a whole other that's that's a whole other topic yeah it's a whole other topic and and so i feel like it's not always just disability so we're not trying to we're not trying to hate on how people do things here, but, you know. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like to, to wrap up, though, on a maybe a more positive note, like, 
what does it really mean to you when your friends tell you that you inspire them? Because it means something different. Yeah, it does mean something different. I don't know. I think coming from a friend, they know what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. So they know when I do something that is scary for me or that takes bravery for me because they know me. Yeah. And even if it does kind of have to do with my vision, they know what I'm capable of. And so they know if what I did was worthy of being inspirational. <laughs> right. Well, and they, I feel like they know you outside of just the context of your disability, right? Like they know definitely. you as a friend. Yeah, definitely. Is that how you feel? Yeah. And I, I think it means more when like people recognize the extra effort that it really does take when you it are does. disabled. Oh, it does. When people say like, hey, I know... Like a, a close friend says, hey, like, I know that wasn't easy for you and I'm proud of you for putting yourself out there and trying anyway, even though it's hard for you to see the thing you were doing or whatever. Like that, I really do appreciate that validation because sometimes people see us as so normal that they don't realize how much effort our daily lives have to, you know, the effort we have to put in. So like actually recognizing that is really nice. And I feel like we're we're almost like contradicting ourselves by saying I that. I know. But like, it's because it is because they know us. It, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because they know us. I and think they that's know, the They know factor. more about us than the fact that we're blind and or ill in some capacity. Like they, they like to be with us because they're our friends. They're yeah. not just some random person. We talk about literally any other thing besides our, our various disabilities so, you know, when if and when they decide to talk about it, like, yeah, that is more meaningful. I completely agree. I completely agree. But thanks for this episode, but we have a game! <laughs> um, so I think, like, back in the day, we did a fall this or that at some point, because we love fall, but we like oh, we spring, too. So we're going to do a little spring this or that. Spring this edition. That. This or that spring edition. Hey. <laughs> okay. My first one is farmer's market or picnic. Oh, I have one of these on one of my things. <laughs> It'll be different though. So it's fine. It's it fine. Will. Okay. Ooh, that's tough. You can't, oh, I love both activities. They're so much fun. Um, I'm going to say farmer's market because I've, already been on a picnic this year and i want to go to the market <laughs> oh okay okay that's fair okay april or may Ooh, oh what uh one thousand percent may you don't <laughs> even have to ask i don't i do not like april i do not like april Why? i'm not in april it is so rainy all the time april showers am april I right? showers Bring May flowers. You know what I hate? April showers. You know what I love? May flowers. May flowers. <laughs> so I am ready for May. And also April is like false spring yeah. as well. Like it's been cold this whole April, y'all. And April, there's... Oh, I, I could go on about the fact that I don't like April. But the months I love, I can go on and on about why I love the months I love too. So I'm not just a negative Nancy. Like I could go on and on for hours about the months I love. And May is one of them. I really love May. Okay, wait, hold on. I forgot to ask you what was the... What was your answer to your first one? Oh, my answer? I'd probably... Ooh, I'd probably pick a picnic actually. Okay, okay, yeah. What's yours? Are you going to say April? I am going to say April. Um, <gasps> oh! 
Okay, okay. I understand the weather is very unpredictable in April, but there are less bugs. And I, I like know. That. You're I right. also You're like right. the anticipation of like more spring. Um, okay. I always love okay. like the build up for something. You know, like I okay. love the Christmas yeah. season. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. Even Christmas. Well, so also like May has historically like in the past has had been like a very traumatic month for me. Yeah. Um yeah. so that's honestly why I have a little bit of apprehension in May. But that's I am fair. really excited for this May. Um yes. it's just it's already started out like really beautifully. I am I'm looking forward to it. Good. And good. the Mayflowers. <laughs> of course. Your turn. Oh, I'm next. I'm so sorry. Um beach or lake? Oh Oh, okay. Um, I haven't been to a lake in a while, so I'm trying to think. Um, I'm going to say beach because it's not as busy or hot as it usually is, like, in, you know, July, August. Okay. Um, and because the sun sets a little bit earlier than it will later in June, as it start, the days start to get even longer, um, you do get some really nice sunsets. Yes, yes. I think I would say beach, too. I just love the beach. I love the beach air and the smell and, and everything about it. But I like the lake. I like kayaking and I like I love yeah. water. I'm a water water girl. So For I sure. like either one. OK. Indoor plants or outdoor plants? I have a plant-related one, too. <laughs> I knew I'm going to say indoor for now because I haven't really started on my outdoor plants um, yet. And my dad and I are supposed to go, and he's sick. Aww. So we're hoping he feels better soon. What um, are your and... goals for your outdoor plants, though? I don't even know. My dad's going to help me, though. I think my dad has ideas. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to do a little, possibly, we'll talk more about this in future episodes if you can. <clears throat> so. Yes. <laughs> okay, what about you? Indoor, outdoor? Um, I love both. I feel like I have a harder time maintaining my outdoor plants as long as they're, like, not drought tolerant. So, like, I recently bought, um, like, three plants that are kind of meant to be outdoors. And I haven't planted them outside yet. Some of them are supposed to be, like, shade perennials. And then one of them is... I think just supposed to be outside, but it's been the weather's been intermittent, so I haven't yeah, done I know. it yet. Ugh. Yeah, and same. they're not doing great. <laughs> yes, I yes, I have one that's meant to be outdoors, and I'm worried about her because it's been too cold. It's been chilly, so I like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to stick them outside during the daytime. Me too. On, I've been doing the, that and bringing I them know. back in at night. Oh, it's such a pain. Think it's helping. <laughs> I know. Me neither. I'm worried. Uh, I'm concerned. Okay. Um, my last one is uh, plant shopping or summer s- or spring photo shoot. Like Ooh, you okay. go with your friends and do a Instagram photo shoot or whatever. Ooh, I haven't done that in a while. I do love plant shopping though. I went with these. I yeah, I feel like another episode plant shopping. Going with my mom was just such a blast. We were just like, I like this one and this one and this one. Yeah, and I'd like yeah. to get this one in the future. And it was just like, it was yeah. Fun. Yeah. I feel like plant shopping for me too. Okay. 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 Um, my last one is picnic or patio, like restaurant patio. Oh, picnic. I love a picnic. Yeah. It's so Patios nice. are nice though. I do miss them in the winter. I am excited for patio season to come back. I Sometimes it's a little sunny, but I guess a picnic is too. 
Yeah, but like sometimes they've got umbrellas on the tables, or you can find a shady tree. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I know. All right. I love a picnic, but thanks Mm -hmm. for coming to this. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Give us that rating. Follow us on the socials. We love you. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.